Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! And Chiefs Kingdom, get ready to welcome your champions. Hello and welcome back to the Arrowheads of Broad podcast. Um, I'm Owen and tonight I'm joined by the lovely Neil. <laughs> Hello. And the lovely Tom. Hello. i got to treat you both equally. I'll that is nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I thought I had a little adjective in there this time uh, to mix things up a bit. Because <laughs> I'm in a good mood, obviously, because uh, the Chiefs had a nice comeback win. Uh, that's, that's, that's why, because uh, I'm, I'm in a good mood tonight or this week. Because um, obviously after... Our uh, not so great efforts uh, in week five. We came back in week six and put on a fairly dominant performance against Buffalo. Um, although the scoreboard might not show it, um, I feel like we played extremely well. Uh, we had a great day. Um, how do you guys think the game went? Yeah, it was a clinic, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was putting the Bills in their place and saying, "Sorry, lads, you're not there yet." <laughs> yeah, so I I had to take a little bit of a sick note from Monday night, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but I managed to watch the game the next day. And um, it was just—I was expecting a lot tougher game than than what we ended up getting. I'm going to take it as a little bit of a win as well because I think one of the questions that Duncan asked us at the end of of the preview podcast was um, uh, what what are the matchups or who who's going to have the biggest impact for the Chiefs winning the game? And I said Le'Veon Bell, and it turns out that <laughs> <laughs> Le'Veon Bell's presence was enough for Clyde Edwards-Helaire to absolutely go off. So no, absolutely brilliant. It's great to see him do that as well. We we needed to see it because I think we we're starting to worry a little. Well, I was starting to worry. So, a little some people bit. were starting to doubt him. Neil's, yeah. Neil's yeah. friend got in my head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew I knew he was good, right? But Neil's friend got in my head. But no, but it's all good now. We're all good. That that's what he's gonna have to do, or we're gonna have to do as a team. In that if teams are going to do this drop seven or eight back into coverage and drop them relatively deep and say to this right you're going to have to run the ball then they're going to Edward Hilaire and Bell and whoever else it happens to be they're going to have to be successful at like five yards a carry to force teams to go well, actually yeah maybe that's not the best strategy we could come up with we're going to have to rethink this as we're getting gouged for nine minute touchdown drives <laughs> each time the Chiefs touch the ball yeah, it's nice to see that Pat's got the patience to do it as well, though. Because yeah. he must just be standing there feeling like Jimmy G in the second half. <laughs> just handing it off. Handing it off. <laughs> but no, he's slightly better than just like most expensive paid quarterback in the league just handing it off. But it worked. So I'm, I'm here for it if that's what yeah. I want to do. And yeah, we've I also... Am- go on, go on. No, no, go on, what are you saying? Go on. No, I'm just saying it helps that we've got what I like to call the go line now instead of the O line <laughs> because apparently Kilgore and Allegretti are like the best run blocking <laughs> interior offensive linemen in the league for some reason. Yeah, it was crazy to from. see the game. It's crazy to see the game they had. I mean, there were a few plays I watched uh, the, the day after on Twitter and stuff yeah. when 
I mean, the entire offensive line was about three or four line, like three or four yards ahead of the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Pushing those defensive linemen back on, on, on those running plays. It, I mean, it was a ridiculous game, especially because we had injuries in the game as well. We were already injured coming in on the offensive line. Um, and then we had injuries during the game as well. And then to see the, the, the backups pull a performance like that um, and provide quite a bit with, with the perfect terrain and the perfect space to uh, do what we needed to do was uh, was brilliant. And yeah, but I know what you mean. I can imagine Patrick Mahomes' arm was like shaking, like itching to throw <laughs> the ball downfield, but knowing he had to hand off every time. Um, but yeah, it was a perfectly balanced game on offense. Because um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes still completed 21 out of 26 of his passes, still threw for two, uh, two touchdowns and 225 yards. I mean, it wasn't exactly a quiet game for him. Um, I feel like it was a perfectly balanced game on, on all phases, really, on offense. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really nice if they can they can continue to have that balance in a drive where we had we had very run heavy drives, but if you can mix that in, it's just going to be deadly because you can't you can't commit to stopping both. And I think it's the first time in a long time that I've seen a run game from the Chiefs be that that dominant. It was it's pretty ridiculous at times. Two two hundred forty five yards in forty six attempts at five point three a carry. But that's pretty impressive going. Yeah, I mean that's that's Jamal Charles' territory with the uh, like uh, with the yards per attempt, crazy, um, a great game. And we had more rushing yards than we did passing yards as well, which I think is a yes. uh, is a bit crazy. Um, yeah, it just it just it, it it was really positive, especially after. I feel like it couldn't have come at a better time as well after what happened with the Raiders uh, the previous week. Um, so let, let's just touch on something here, right? The the debate about running backs don't matter. And I know, Tom Charles, if you're listening, <laughs> this is for you. But <laughs> you, as you just said there, Owen, the offensive line was three yards deep past the defensive line and shoving them backwards. Did it matter that it was Clyde Edwards Hilaire back there? Or would Darwin Thompson have got just as many yards because he was going to be five yards downfield before he got touched anyway? Well, Darwin Thompson did get like seven yards on one of his carries, didn't he? I don't know how many. He got seven, 17 yards on three carries at 5.7 a go. Yeah, he looked great. He looked the, great as well when the, he was on the field. The only issue with him is if he had a fourth carry, he's probably going to chuck it on the ground. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> it does matter to an extent who's carrying the ball. But then Kelsey fumbled the ball. It can happen to anyone, but it happens to some more than others, doesn't it? I mean, Clyde nearly yeah. lost one, didn't he? And it got called back. Yes. Um, I, I'm just really excited to see Lev Bell have a go at it as well. I mean, if they can mix them both in and then you've got the Jets <laughs> the week after, oh which God. is going to be... Have you seen the line for that? We, so are tw- funny. we are 21 and a half point favourites <laughs> for the Jets game. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it is, it is. I mean, I know I'm a Chiefs fan, but it is possibly one of, one of the... One of, up there with one of the better teams in recent history against one of probably the worst teams in recent history going up against each other. I'm I'm, I'm not surprised by the uh, by this point and uh, this betting. Would, would you take the over on that? Would you would you back the Chiefs to cover the twenty one and a half? I, I would, but I would I just for me the biggest thing about stupid games like this against the Jets is it, it's it's pretty much guaranteed that we're going to win the game, which sounds a ridiculous thing to say in itself, but but. If, if it's me, I'm not even playing Mahomes after the first quarter. Just mm. just put up 28 and then let's just get everyone out of there because there's just... With everything that's going on this season, you don't want to lose someone 
like an injured player to to in a game like the Jets. It's just it's just pointless. Mm. Just get just get him out of the game as quickly as possible. Because yeah, I don't I don't want to see it. <laughs> I think we'd have a um I think we'd have a, a similar performance to the Buffalo game against um the Jets where a lot of run heavy. I mean, once we have control of the game, it's very mm-hmm. much just keeping control of, of, of. I mean, I mean, I know everyone throws around the phrase "control the clock," and no one really likes it anymore with all the analytics on Twitter. But it is about <laughs> that, like just ground, grind the ball out, just rush the ball, and not necessarily throw up points and and put fifty on them because we don't need to do that. We we don't need to. Like when we need to do that is is a game like we had in 2018 against the Rams, where we need to keep up with that offense. If if we've already got control of the game, we're already clearly dominating on the field. We don't need to show it in the in the scoreboard. So I think I'm I would sure take we need to get under. into double figures against the Jets. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> One kick three, do kick three field goals, and that should do the job. <laughs> Did they end with zero points a few weeks ago? Was that last? Yeah, against the, the Dolphins last week. Oh my god! <laughs> you can't well, put up zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just get out of the game healthy. That's, that's all that matters. Yeah. It could be like one of the quickest NFL games ever because if we go up and they can't compete and they're just giving the ball back to us, like you say, Andy will probably just run the run the game out. But yeah, um, I don't feel the need to, to to throw up that many points against against the Jets. I mean, we're, we're... and Andy's I, I... pretty respectful guy as well, isn't he? I don't think he's yeah, gonna, he doesn't don't, stump he's on not going to take the mix. So mm. yeah, just get the win and get out of there. I think um... I am I am intrigued by this by this new development with the with the O line though because. Um, I mean, where have these guys come from? <laughs> How are they that? Good? <laughs> I know they haven't been asked to do anything crazy. They're like, they're they've been O linemen for, for all their life. Like, they, it's just power, isn't it, in terms of the run game, the the stunts and stuff. But for the most part, that's a little bit easier than pass pro, which may be part of the thinking as to why we went slightly more run heavy. But it worked. These guys, like Allegretti, was laughing and smiling every. <laughs> Every close-up I saw, like he was fully enjoying it and reveling in it, and it was really nice to see. I just hope that we get to see that again, and because if we do have this run game, like you say, it's going to make us just almost impossible to stop. Well, what yeah. what do you do with it? I mean, do do you do you just let them run at five yards a carry and hope you stop them once and slow them down enough, give them a long enough third down that you stand a chance of stopping them or do you actually commit to eight in the box and go right you know let's you're not going to run on us i mean there's no easy answer that you can't keep your defense on the field and just let them run the ball you know what kind of we were doing like 10 play 11 play where have we got um Eight plays, five plays, twelve plays, five plays, eight plays. In the second half, we had eight plays, thirteen, ten, and twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you, you, your defense can't stomach thirty-five, forty-three, forty-five defensive plays in the second half. That's just mm. that's especially suicidal. when they're down as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing I would say is it, it, this: this this has only happened once. It's 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 not like we're the Titans all of a sudden or the Forty Nineers <laughs> just running the ball nonstop against everybody. Like I, I I question the way the Bills played against us to let that happen. Like we manhandled their defensive line, which I guess you're not going to be able to do against every team unless these guys really are just absolutely incredible. But if um, teams are dropping people back and only rushing with three. Your five offensive linemen should be able to handle three yeah, reasonably no, totally. comfortably. 
and and that's the thing. It's it's another thing where someone's someone's found like Belichick's found a way, and then the Raiders have copied it, and then the other team has copied it. But the Chiefs have sat there for two weeks and gone, okay, this is a slight problem. <laughs> How do we counter this? And then we've just run run the ball down. Like teams are going to have to change our approach because this this approach just isn't it's it's not sustainable, is it? You can't you can't give up five yards of carry. So you're going to have to go back to a four man rush or have a couple more people in the box. I think from what I've heard on Twitter and what a few things I've seen, it seemed like the linebackers would would just definitely play in the pass most of the time, even though we just continued mm. to run the ball, which made no sense. But. Um, no, it's 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 interesting because teams are just trying to come up with different ways to beat the Chiefs, and it might stump us for a week or two. But you've got Andy Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, two of the best offensive minds in the game. They're they're going to find a way, um, and I think that's what we finally did. Yeah. I'm just looking up stats here, trying to find how many plays um, they had. There's a stat for eight plus in the box. And I'm going to guess, yeah, Edward Tiller had zero um, downs where he faced eight men in the box. Yeah, well, yeah. So at, at most, there were seven. Mm. I, I think with, with the Chiefs, what I would love to see going forwards for this Chiefs team is in the games that we can, um, you know, take, take that we, we feel more comfortable in it and, and we're not going up against the, the best of the best. Um, if we can just grind the ball out, run the ball efficiently, put up points, win a game and and have a run dominant performance. I think if we do that more and more in, in the next few weeks, people get used to that and people will almost not forget about Patrick Mahomes and, and the and mm-hmm. the strengths of the passing game, but almost just think, wow, they are really committed to running the ball. Like we need to try and stop that because they're gonna run over everyone. And then as soon as they start reacting to that, that's when Patrick Mahomes starts throwing bombs again. If we have a run dominant couple of weeks or a run dominant few games, and then we go up and up against an opponent like the Buccaneers, who then say, "Okay, we're going to commit to stopping this run game because they've been walking all over people for the past few weeks," that's the game that Patrick Mahomes needs to let it let it fly. Well, our next three games are the Broncos away, the Jets at home, and the Panthers at home. You would like to think there are three teams you could run the ball down their throat relatively comfortably. Mm. You, you're going to be expecting three double-digit wins there. You would imagine. And yeah. this is this is how the Ravens end up as flat track bullies almost because the bad teams, they do they just run them over, and then they get a stop, they've killed the clock, they've killed the game, and then inevitably you see that Lamar Jackson deep throw, to, to, to one of the speedy wide receivers. <laughs> it's just, it's just Hollywood of, Brown. Yeah, Hollywood yeah, Brown. Yeah. Hollywood. It just it, it's just play play action off that, and I'm not saying we should do that, but they're just very controlled in everything they do. The only problem the Ravens have is when they come up against a team of the Chiefs and they have to keep up, Lamar Jackson, we've played them three times, has never been able to prove that he can actually throw the ball against us. Mm. Um, so when it becomes that, at least with the Chiefs, that's not our whole game plan. It's a great game plan for these for these lesser teams because it just means that we can, we can control the games a lot easier instead of, like you say, we smash up 30 points, which is also great. But it's... It, just takes a little bit pressure off everyone and I feel like it's an kind of not an easier way to win but it's a better way to win right now to just control games get through them especially this season with COVID let's just try and get through the games quickly win them and get out and get and move on yeah it's the playoffs when you need to start swinging and you need to start 
showing okay yeah we, we, we can't just control games we can like take control of games like dominate games and that's when you start letting, letting it fly and 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 and, and letting the points do the talking. Um, but yeah, I think in these regular season games, like you said, it is just about limiting casualties, limiting as much as you can, really. And if we can take control of the games with, with it with a strong ground attack, then then why not? Let's just do it. Not show off, not try and get fancy, not try and do too much in the regular season. Let's just do enough and, 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 and look forward towards where we want to be because we are a team that can be there. So mm-hmm. why not? I think that's what we did against Raiders. I think we almost tried to do too much against the Raiders. I mean, there was there's a lot of other issues, but we did we did stick to that that deep passing game for for quite a while. Mm. Uh, we had problems like we we never did try to commit to the run for a drive. And the I mean the other thing about it as well is the way the the Buccaneers are playing at the moment. That's what a game in four games time supposedly is that is that correct? Four games. Yeah, so five. Like so, I think I think it's five. So. At the moment, the Bucks, I believe, have got the best defense, DVOA yeah, defense. DVOA, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, I mean, the other thing about that is you're not putting you're not putting anything on tape if you're running the ball, and then <laughs> they're just not going to have any idea of what what to expect. And Andy can bring out some of these passing concepts and special passing plays when they haven't had any tape in the last four games to watch. That that's also a positive thing. We're just it's it's just a positive way to play. It's just a nice, different way to see us win a game and to know that we can win a game that way. Interesting, looking at the DVOA, because I just pulled up the stats there, Tampa Bay are top, Baltimore are second, Pittsburgh are third. We're six. Like, would you have thought our defence was that yeah. good? Yeah. I mean, I know, we're, I know we're certainly top half of the league, but I wouldn't say six. I wouldn't say... Because I mean, what the the Titans have a strong defense. I mean, the Bills had a strong defense until this this yeah, one, the, the first are five games. Yeah, the, the one thing I would there. say is is DVOA. I believe the whole point is it's done on strength of opponent as well. So we we have played the Ravens in there who are who are at the top. Who else have we played that would be considered a top tier? So I guess the, New, the England, Bills. New England and the Bills are probably yeah. considered to have very good defenses I mean, as c- well. Coming to this uh, game, the Bills were not, we're looking at offense. I'm sorry. Yeah, so maybe that has something to do with it. The offenses you've played against. Yeah, but I mean, coming coming into week six, the Bills were one of the the, the, the top teams in the AFC. They they were they were AFC contenders, and everyone was saying about how they they they're, they're going to take mm. control of the AFC West this season and and claim that playoff spot. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was expecting more from the Bills coming into week six. I was like, oh, um, obviously the, the Chiefs played extremely well, um, but they 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 were they were. Positioned as a very strong opponent, and they are. They're a good team. I mean, Josh Allen's been swinging it. He was in the MVP conversation in the first five weeks. Um, yeah, and, and they looked and, very lackluster, didn't they? The Bills. I just, uh, I didn't really see where their five and one record had come from the play that they put out on mm. on, on Monday. Monday. But then you watch the other. Yeah, but then you watch. Yeah, like you said, you watch watch the other five games, and they do look like that that, that team. It's like mm. wow, they're, they're, like they're impressive. They're they're they're, they're making things happen. But who who had they played so far? I mean, um, they got embarrassed against look up, the one good team, the Titans. They played. Yeah, the I'm, I'm just thinking like the they played the Jets, they played the Jets, the Dolphins, the Rams, the Raiders. They beat the four of them, and then they lost to the Titans, and they lost to us. Like the Jets and the Dolphins, you would expect to beat hmm. the Rams. Hmm. That was a good win for them. The Raiders. Close, close though. Only three points. It was, yeah, only by three points, yeah. yeah. The Raiders, you would expect them to 
Well, you, I don't know. I I picked Buffalo to win that division before the start of the season, so I yeah, I thought they were so a good side. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have expected them to beat the Raiders as well. I think, but you know, Titans and the Chiefs. There's no shame in losing to this. That was championship game from last year. Yeah, there's no so, shame, but there's no shame. But if they want to be a contender, they've got to prove that they can they can beat teams like that. And so far, they haven't. So, mm. I mean, that's got to be a concern for them. I think another good thing is that we won in not so good weather conditions, considering we may have a snow game coming up. Mm. Yeah, look <laughs> and we to know that. we know Mahomes is a snow guy now. So, Anterior Matthew <laughs> against Denver, yeah. his uh, his breakup in the snow game last year. Oh, sad. It just replayed in my head all the time. Such a nice play. <laughs> just have just that gift. Stripped it out, didn't it? Yeah. yeah oh, it's great. It's so aggressive. It's just what you want from the safety. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's well, one of the good thing about the Bills game as well is the um, tiebreakers. Yeah. Um, and the the teams that we've beaten, the Ravens. Well, probably not the Patriots anymore. Come to think of it, but certainly Ravens and Bills are going to be in that discussion. For the number one seed, and they're not—they're not going to be a million miles away, and we've got tiebreakers on both of them now. And we haven't played—I don't think we play the Titans this year, so that's no, not gonna—that's no. not gonna matter. But if it did come down to us and the Titans, and it came down to um, common opponents, then we actually we beat the Bills better than they did, so that would go in our favour as well. We're, we're we've played six AFC games as well, and we're five and one in that. Yeah. The only mm-hmm. thing we need to really do is win the division games. I'm just looking we at the right. Yeah, we have a 50% track record in the division so far, one on one, aren't we? Yeah. In the division, so yeah. That that makes it quite important to win on Sunday really and just kind of get that divisional record up and it's another tiebreaker that's going to hopefully go in our favor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean if if I'm totally honest, like it's hard because there's somewhere in the back of my head that still doesn't see the Titans as major contenders, but they they are just steamrolling teams. I think they've got the Steelers, who are also what? Yeah, they play uh, this week. They're both yeah, five and out. Yeah, they're both five yeah, and out. Oh, wow, that'd so be a that's, fun game. That, that's going to be a really, really interesting game. And then, yeah, yeah. And then maybe, you know, if the Steelers win, then you need to start having a look at the Steelers as well. <laughs> so. uh, I'll tell you what, the Steelers are five and out with a point differential of plus 62. That's Pretty damn good. They've scored 156 points and conceded 94. That's good going. Yeah, that is. They're yeah. going under the radar as well, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Not anymore, I don't think. I think. I think. I think yeah, they're I think they're, they're, they're in it now. I mean, they're they're, they're playing some. Oh, I need to say the word again. I'm, I'm not even going to try. Phenom- phenomenal. phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, first yes, time. You got there. Yeah, they're playing some of that word uh, football right now. Um, they're playing well. But they. This is the thing, though, isn't it? They played the Giants, who are trash. They played the Broncos, who we don't know what they are. They played the Texans, who are trash. They played the Eagles, who are a mess, and then they played the Browns, who didn't have a quarterback. So, um, <laughs> well, if they had one with broken ribs, didn't they? Yeah, well, he did. Yeah, but I mean, it it does make you question a lot of these a lot of these results still, um, but. I mean, they're definitely dangerous. So it's going to be interesting that game. I, I I'd like to watch that game. The the Steelers versus. Titans. I would imagine it's on Sky, isn't it? It's the yeah, I think five it's the Sky game. Yeah. Whoop dee doo. Oh, of course, because the clocks go back, don't they? Yeah, so. the clocks change for us this week. Yeah. Um, but not in the states, only for us. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, don't we have like a earlier. weird two-week yeah. window where the game times are all 
weird. Yeah, it's just this one week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's either it five o'clock or eight twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like that? Do you like the earlier games? I, I like the eight twenty-five. I'm not keen on the yeah. five o'clock. Yeah, the five's the, a bit of a weird one. The the kids are up and about still, and I could, I could possibly get them in bed by eight o'clock, but. Uh, 25 past 8, actually, we play. That's a pretty good time. Yeah, we were on 8, yeah. That's they good. both ought to be in bed by then, but <laughs> 5 o'clock, no. Chances of actually watching any of it are pretty low. 8.25 is nice as well, because that will mean it will finish, hopefully, before, Half mid- 11. before midnight, yeah. yeah. Which is always a, a positive thing. <laughs> I mean, not that we've had many games at normal times this year. Is this, like, maybe the second game we've actually had on a Sunday or something ridiculous? Uh, we had the Patriots and the Chargers. Yeah, we've had three Monday night games this this year. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and then obviously the thir- yeah, and then the Thursday kickoff Thursday. game against the Tec- yeah. Texans. Yeah. So yeah, we have had two uh, Sunday games this this year so far. Bit of a nightmare. Just have some normal time games, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think we do later in the season, don't we? We start going into like the uh, six pm window. We've later still got on. a couple of. We've got the Bucks. I think, has I think the Bucks. Yeah, I think the Bucks are prime time. The Saints are the Saints prime time. Mm, yes, nine twenty-five. Um, no, the Bucks isn't. The Bucks is nine twenty-five as well. Oh, the is Raiders. It? Oh, right. The Raiders is one twenty a.m. and oh. the Bron- home to the Broncos is one twenty a.m. Oh God. Jesus, I'm not sure. I want to stay up for that one. <laughs> um. No, there and then there's a couple of six o'clocks to finish the season. It's really hard as well because obviously I I watch the game the next day because um, I wasn't around Monday night, but it's 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 very strange. What were you doing to... Monday night, Tomo? Uh, they'll come out soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had a very good night Monday night. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I tried to watch it the next day. I'm gonna have to say I know I got engaged on Monday night, all right? Congratulations! Thank you. Um, yeah, not like that Bills game was supposed to be on my birthday or anything, and then it no. got rearranged. You know, not 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 you know. I guess so you got your priorities in order, like getting engaged over watching the Chiefs game. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, she she did say you can watch it, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's a trap. That's you a do. trap. She didn't mean uh, it. She didn't know what was coming either. In the evening, so, I mean, yeah, it was probably it was probably advisable to watch it the next day. But it's really hard to watch those games like a full game replay the next day because it's. It's almost like, oh my god! Like I can, I can press fast forward through all this yeah. like talking, and you just want to get to the good bit. So it is, it is frustrating. I find to try and watch games the next day. Yeah, I mean it's always um, with that with live sports, isn't it? And you've got to try it. and find a three-hour window if you yeah. really, if you really want to commit to watching the full game, which is, I mean, not. It's very hard to find. Yeah, because then if you do it, if you want to do it the next evening, because you want to wait till work's out of the way and you have more free time in the evenings, you've then got to avoid social media all day and not look at anything on your phone just in case you happen to come across the score. Yeah, it is a bit of a battle when you uh, when you don't end up staying up for it. (laughs) Well, as you can imagine, my phone on Tuesday was going pretty bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) So I just turned all my notifications off. I ended up just turning my phone off until I could watch the game because obviously I was living that through Sam's phone anyway so she we were getting all the information through her phone like and talking to people but i was like nope i just want to get home and watch the game <laughs> nice quote. but no it was nice that it was um a relatively straightforward win to be honest i was expecting a really tense game um and i was pretty calm by 
halfway through the fourth quarter, you know it's he's probably going to be okay at that mm. point. Yeah, yeah dare I say, dare I say, boring towards the end. I mean, it was pretty, pretty dominant. Um, not yeah. boring, but didn't didn't have me on the edge of my seat. I was very relaxed towards the end. I mean, after I the Raiders game, a few I'll, of those. Yeah, after the Raiders game, I'll take a boring win. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Mm. So yeah, moving on to uh, Denver next week, uh, and obviously Clyde Edwards-Slayer had the amazing game uh, against the Buffalo Bills. He played so well, um, and he's getting some help next week as well, which is uh, what we yet to talk about on the. Well, we touched on it, but we yet to talk about it in detail on the on the podcast. Um, Le'Veon Bell is is starting for the Chiefs next week. Uh, it it's going to be crazy to see him in a Chiefs uniform first of all, because obviously seeing him for an AFC rival. If, if you will, in the Steelers for so long. Uh, it's going to be weird seeing him in a Chiefs uniform, but I'm so excited to watch him and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire Clyde play together, uh, and obviously with Patrick Mahomes as well. Um, yeah, what do you think about Le'Veon Bell joining the Chiefs and, and finally playing for us as well? If if he's got something left in the tank, and if he's kind of not a spent force, great. Um, he'll give Edwards-Hilaire a breather, his legs will be fresher later on in the season. Le'Veon Bell's legs will be le- fresher later in the season because he doesn't have to carry the load and kind of put his body on the line every play. Um, but I just hope he has something left in the tank. It's not 2016 anymore, folks. He's not that player. Well, he had a year off, so I hope he's got something left in the bank as well because we're only paying him, <laughs> about, only paying him about a million quid and he had a year off. He, he played um, on two franchise tags. He's not short of <laughs> yeah, cash. Yeah, he's all right, isn't he? Um, it's. I think the more you hear as well, the more you realise that he um, he probably wanted to join the Chiefs from pretty early on. When Patrick Mahomes followed him, and I saw that, I was like, oh, things I'd I'd love to see those DMs because you know he just slid right in there, <laughs> just started talking to him about the things that they can do and all the things they're going to cook up for him and. It's going to be interesting to see if he gets a lot of work catching out of the backfield because we haven't seen that from Clyde and it's going to be be interesting if all of a sudden Lev Bell's catching stuff out of the backfield and he's got routes. Because you know, well, why didn't we see that with Clyde? But um, like you say, it's going to be it's going to be a split backfield, which can only be a, a positive thing when the the quality of those two guys is 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 so high. You'd yeah. love to see the pair of them back there together in the backfield. Oh. I think I think we might as well at some point. Yeah. They've got a like. I mean, knowing knowing Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy's trickery and how much they love it, just to put in some fun plays. There's got to be some fun plays with Le'Veon Bell and Clyde Edwards there. Ah, uh, it would just be crazy. Save, no, no, you got to save them for the Jets week, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you want to see Clyde Edwards there not take a snap against the Jets? It's all Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just wants revenge against <laughs> Adam Gase. <laughs> But I mean, when you look at like uh, when you're talking about Patrick Mahomes recruiting uh, for Le'Veon Bell, um, Chris Jones had a big impact in that as well. Because obviously they trained yeah. each other a lot in the off season. Yeah. And when he first left the Steelers or, or had that fiasco with the Steelers before he joined the Jets, it was Chris Jones that was pushing a lot. And do you remember the video when <laughs> Le'Veon Bell was sitting on the bench like, so what if I went crazy for the Chiefs and, and all of that? <laughs> um, and there's a story that came out actually that. Chris Jones apparently messaged Le'Veon Bell as soon as the Jets released him with and just said, please don't make the same mistake twice. Or like, you're not going to make the same mistake twice. <laughs> so I, I think Chris Jones, more, more so than Patrick Mahomes, had that influence and had that impact on his decision because 
I mean, Jet, like Le'Veon Bell turned down the Chiefs and, and well, not turned down the Chiefs, but chose the Jets, uh, and and the, and the Chiefs won a Super Bowl th- that year. And I mean, when you hear from Chris Jones, don't make the same mistake twice. I don't think it takes much convincing outside of that. The thing um, is, right, like your enjoyment of life. If you look, if you look at it, right, I'm running back. Where is my enjoyment in playing football here? Am I going to go? <laughs> who who are the teams? The Bills. The Dolphins, Dolphins and like and the Chiefs, like, I think. I think it's between those three. Just, just, oh man, it's not even, it's not even a decision, is it? If you're looking at where can I go, that's going to be fun to play. It's just, it's just an absolute no-brainer. I can't. I, why would you want to go to Miami? Why would you want to go? I mean, the Bills are a bit of a different situation, but nah, the the, the things that it can do for him as well, if he stays this year and then he wants to go somewhere else after. Um, he's going to be shone in a better light. Even with less reps, he's likely to get more out of them at the Chiefs uh, than And we reps. get a third-round compensatory pick when he picks up his nice next contract. Yeah, we, we're thank, playing, thank we're you playing very much. it. They're playing a very, very clever game, aren't they? Mm. It's like, we've got better and we'll continue to get better down the line, which is just it's just awesome, really. It's, it's a mm. no-brainer move. Like, we were talking about it last week. We, ne- we weren't bothered if it was a yes or a no. And then you get him, and then you just start to warm up to it like more and more. Yeah, like the like the brain starts ticking. You're like, oh, you just think of all the possibilities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as like it. as one of the um, more well, the longest tenured fan uh, out of the three of us, Neil. How do you feel uh-huh. about um, all these big players that that that, that, are, that are choosing the Chiefs now? Because obviously, we don't exactly have the best history with uh, recruiting and having that sustained winning um, in the past. How do you feel now that the Chiefs is that go-to organisation for these big names? It's refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, very happy with it, absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't you want to go play with Mahomes and realistically your chances of winning in the Super Bowl in the next three or four years are probably as good as anywhere you're going to go. Yeah, there were some barren years talent wise <laughs> my, my facebook memories around this time of year keep reminding me like yeah yay we won our first game in a year kind of twitter <laughs> messages that i'd put up from this is 11 years ago I'm like yeah times have changed a bit since then um, but yeah uh, hey any good players who want to come you know uh, i wouldn't be surprised if we went to the trade deadline here and kind of had a little sniff around a couple of players and Ooh, who? it's it's well i don't know uh, Position. I saw something about Quinn and Williams. Oh there my god! On. Oh, I saw what BJ tweeted about amazing. Quinn and Williams. I saw. What B, did you see what BJ tweeted about? Was it BJ? I think it was. Uh, BJ Kissel tweeted about Quinn and Williams earlier today. No, uh, he's kind of so. looking at that, going, "Yeah, I can, I can see the logic behind that." Um, you know, if the Jets are willing to take a second round pick, this probably isn't a draft you want to have a huge amount of picks in, just because there's so much uncertainty on like what you're going to get out of the players. So second round, back end of the second round pick, assuming we're picking last in the second again, then, um, yeah, I'd have no problem chucking them a a two for that. Not a bother. And he hasn't done crazy amounts to be able to go, I want X amount million over this many years. Like, I feel no. like that would be a negotiation that the Chiefs would probably have a, a decent hand in. Obviously, we, we we spent an asset asset to get him in that scenario, so he would have some leverage. But he couldn't go around 
commanding fig like high figures if we were to sign him to a new contract as well so it's it's it is kind of like an a really good sensible move in my opinion so well, I, I was reading someone saying about his contract and he's still on a rookie contract for a while yet and you've got uh, the I'm option. Just, I'm just talking and looking it up at the moment. Well, he'd, have, we, his 2020? he'd have his fifth-year option as well. He was drafted, what, two years ago? By the yeah, GX, so he's so. still got two years left on his contract. And we'd have the fifth year, so that's three years. Yeah, so he's got three years. He's only 23 years old. And Which if I... he played well, it would give you room to potentially mm. trade Chris Jones. I saw well, Chris someone Jones' his contract. Yeah, I think it was BJ that was talking about that, about essentially trading Chris Jones if it, if it paid off getting Williams. Yeah, like, I, I didn't hate the idea by any stretch of the imagination. Do it. Why not? I'm here for but it. But the, th- the thing is, with Mahomes' contract and the way it is, they're going to have to be creative like this. You're going to have to plan well ahead with your succession, and you're not going to be able to afford as many top-dollar players. And you're going to have to do what the Patriots used to do and cash in while the price is high. So we're going to lose some good players that we like who are playing well, but you're going to get good compensation in return for it. Mm. The well, question just... is, are you going to have the people lined up to replace them? We've just seen the Ravens do it today, didn't they? They went and got um, Yannick Ngakwe, Ngakwe yeah. Yeah. for like a, what, some ridiculously low round pick again. Third. Third and a fifth. Oh, I, thought, I only heard the fifth. I mean, third still still good i guess but mm. i mean they seem to have that way of just cycling guys through as well so that is scary though we've yeah. got quite on there now especially with claire's cambo on yeah, there as well he can't throw against us so it's mm. not a I, saw, I also <laughs> saw the ravens had, uh, were going to sign des bryant oh, to yeah, the that's practice a weird squad one. Really? Why the yeah. practice squad though? Does he have to go through the practice squad? What, what's the crack there? I don't think he'd have to. No, I mean, he's not like that, fifty. They're possibly it, just taking a look at him, like. But I bet you they can't get him in the building with COVID unless he's he's like he can't exactly come for a for a workout, I guess. So maybe no. they have to sign him to the practice squad to get him into the building so they can have a look at him. Maybe that's the only way they can do it. But it like it seems weird to sign him to the practice squad if they're not going to use him, but. Wow, I didn't realise he was only 31. I've just Googled it. He's the same age as Julio. That doesn't really worry me all that much, if I'm I'm totally honest. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought he he was a lot older, so I thought he was Uh, 34. I am intrigued to see what the Chiefs want to do next year when it comes to wide receiver, though. Because Pringle looked good to me again. I mean, D-Rob did as well. He he looked good against the... um, the Bills heat, so that's a nice turn. But D Rob just gets so much cushion, like nobody yeah. <laughs> goes near him. They just, I don't know whether they just expect him to drop the ball when it comes to him, but he, he has like five or six yards cushion every single game. It's ridiculous if you look at the, the stats. Yeah. I'm going to try and talk and pull up the game center here as well of the Chiefs game, and I'll see if it'll tell me. Um, but he just has so much space to work in. Uh, what is mm. receiving? Is that is There's that so just... many other people to worry about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm intrigued to see what they do though, because I I heard a few weeks ago that the Chiefs might be looking at a wide receiver coming near the end of the trade, the the trade deadline. I'm not sure who that necessarily would be, so to speak. But um, I can't see him trading. For no, me. I can't either. I, it, but it just means it leaves us next year in a situation where you're looking at. 
at the same situation we basically had this off season where you got you've got to find a replacement for a guy. Um, Bring Antonio Brown on board. Get Bell and Brown back together. God no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Demarcus Robinson had four and a half yards of separation. Um, average receiver separation is when the quarterback releases the ball. That's how much separation he has. So, four and a half yards of space to work with. The league average is two point eight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't he, feel he, like he he's. Gets... I don't feel like he's burning people with his route running though either. So I think it is just a situation no. where he's either getting lost or people are just so far off I'm not sure it's, it's the issue you have when you have so many people to worry about on the Chiefs offense when you have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey running towards you and then you have Clyde Edwards there running out the backfield there are so many people to worry about and yeah. when you see the sort of throws that Patrick Holmes makes when he's like on the right side of the field and he slings it across his body to like a receiver on the left hash marks it, it just leaves defenders with so many issues and things to think about that what, a guy is, is more likely to get open and no offence to Robinson, but the guys that are more likely to get open are the guys that aren't as talented as, as the Tyreek Hills and the Travis Kelseys of this Chiefs offence. Actually, I'll take that receiver separation. The, how much separation a receiver is getting from the nearest December defender at the time of catch. So he had five yards oh, space when he actually caught it. Never mind when the Holmes <laughs> throws it. Shouldn't he be cribbing all these? Like, shouldn't he be taking all <laughs> these for touchdowns? Like, five yards? It's <laughs> oh. half a first down every time yeah. he yeah. catches a ball. He has five yards of wow. I think we should start throwing the ball again. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the run game. Let's just start throwing a five yard separation, a catch. Would you be happy to throw it to Demarcus Robinson? Every yeah, time? that's the problem. Does he catch the ball? Is he guaranteed to catch the ball or not? His catch rate isn't great. It was all right against the Bills, though. He caught everyone, I think. Uh, yeah, I think he could be right. Yeah. I don't think he had any drops against the Bills because we were talking about who was going to fill that role um, left by Sammy Watkins. And I mean, I wanted to see more Pringle, but it seemed like D Rob was, no, was he... a benefactor more than Pringle mm. was. He dropped one. He well, one. he yeah, had six obviously. targets. Five. I don't know if it was a drop or whether it was a, just a, a missed throw, but he had six targets, five receptions for 69 mm. yards. Fair enough. I'm intrigued to see how um, how the Chiefs approach this Broncos game because the Broncos do have a couple of threats, but I'd like to think that we can just kind of have a, a really nice balanced offensive game plan and get ahead and then make Drew Lock try and throw in the snow again because... We've seen him try and do it before. It didn't really work, did it? So, mm, I think the snow game is a perfect game to uh, to get this run, this run dominant Chiefs offense back on back on the field again. Let us let us run the ball. Let us grind it out with Lev Bell and Clyde Edwards Slayer and and mm. and see how the Broncos react to that. Because snow games are perfect for it. Yeah, it's just slide about, have some fun. And I messaged you before the, the podcast in the group. Um, so I'll, I'll admit, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to kill this. I'm not a big Star Wars fan. Um, it's, just, <laughs> it's just not for me. Uh, but could someone please explain to me the Darth Vader thing with Drew Locke? Uh, doesn't, no. it's, I it's, don't it's, get like, it. it isn't, doesn't he die? Like, yes, he so does. if Darth Vader dies, so Drew Locke's essentially saying... Spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> if they haven't seen it yet, Neil, yeah. then, then I don't think you have anything to worry about. Mate, it's their own fault at this mate, point. Mate, I haven't seen it. But I know he dies. <laughs> I, had to, I had to fact oh. check. I had to fact check the WhatsApp group. But 
Is Drew Lock just saying he's going to roll over and die at the end then? <laughs> yeah, probably. And, and is he saying that Patrick Mahomes is Luke Skywalker? In that's what I was thinking, yeah. Oh, my God. I just don't get I'm the not reference. complaining. If that's the case, I'm, I'm not complaining. It doesn't it's, make it's sense. It's a mystery to me. Yeah, it's strange. Especially because the, the Raiders called him the Death yeah. Star as well. The fact that he's called himself Darth Vader, it's just, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, it's like, weird. It's just Mind like... It's like a beat writer's dream, isn't it? That Drew Lock, Darth Vader's going into the Death Star to face the Raiders. It's just, uh, it's just, oh my God, what are we doing here? He <laughs> just played the game. And if, just if we do to... lose to the Broncos, the "I am your father" memes <laughs> over Twitter from Denver Broncos fans will be relentless. Constant "I am your father" memes. Just going back to Demarcus Robinson, he leads the league in separation over six games. Five point six yards is the average, really? and the next best is Green Bay's tight end Ton- Robert Tonyan. Tonyan, uh, mm. and then you're over a yard and a half less by the time you get to number three. Like he is streets ahead of the league with mm. uh, regards to how much space he has to work with. How how high is he at the drops list? Just genuinely curious. His his catch percentage is sixty two percent. That's not really drops. So I guess that's like Aaron's throws well, could be on that as well. But yeah, it's interesting he's a though. Fair isn't it? way you, down the list. You wouldn't have mm. thought that though for D Rob, like that he was he was absolutely roasting people, but he's finding open space, I guess, which is very impressive to be that high up that list. Yeah. Although he does get a lot of cushion as well, um, they do yeah, st- yeah. they do start off a long way off him to begin with. That's not his fault though. I mean, like, no, no, it's not. Play. He's, he's, he's if he's top of that list, then I'm I'm here for it. Like, he plays a role. Yeah, he, yeah, he certainly he's doing does a really good job. Yeah, he's certainly doing something for the Chiefs' offense, uh, and he certainly had a good game against Buffalo. Uh, and he's on like Buffalo league. Field, so. He's he's another one of Veach's like league minimum signings as well. He's he's mm. making next to nothing as well. He can go somewhere else next season and get a big contract and we get another compensatory pick, thank well, you. Well, I mean, that that was the idea this year, though, wasn't it? That he was going to go and get yeah. paid stupid money and no one did it, so... Covid screwed that up. Mm. One good thing to come out of Covid. Oh, well, Got let's, let's just... Marcus brief... Robinson. Let's just briefly mention another fun thing from Covid, if you can put Covid and fun in the same sentence. <laughs> but uh, as... As you just typed on there a little while back, Tomo, on our page that we're all looking at, all the Raiders' offensive linemen have just been put oh, on the COVID God. list. Yeah, and the NFL wants them to play that game on Sunday, so I'm guessing that's going to change relatively shortly. But how, but... how does that work, right? Patriots missed one player, game put back three days. Raiders missed five offensive linemen. Now nah, let them play, they'll be grand. It's because no one's got a bye week left anymore. Half the league buys have all gone, haven't they? Which is <laughs> a bit of an issue, but... I mean, this was going to happen, wasn't it? Like, yes. If if an O lineman or a D lineman got it, then there was a big chance that with how close contact they are on the field and on the practice field and all those sort of things, that, that a whole room is going to get wiped out. And I mean, that's just how does this work now? Like, who who plays O line? Because <laughs> the, the practice NFL... squad. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have five O linemen on the practice. The the NFL. Um, policies are that you've got to have someone in the facility so how long did Lev Bell he was signed you have to be in you have to be quarantined for X amount of days before you're even allowed in the facility but that was deft because Levy and Bell was getting tested on a regular basis at the Jets and he was only 
the only reason he had to go through that gap is because they cut him. If they traded him to the Chiefs, he would have just continued just straight in the door. and mm. just walked straight in the door and they would have carried on the testing process. So it seemed a bit strange that just because he got cut and then signed for the Chiefs the following day, he had to wait for how many days, five, six days, whatever it is, to kind of quarantine and go through that process when... If they just traded him, he wouldn't have had to do that because he was already being tested. That that made no sense to me. It doesn't, but I mean, just going back to the Raiders thing, how how do the Raid, Raiders find five linemen for Sunday? I mean, whether this game goes ahead now, I, I highly it, we've only just found out the information, so I highly doubt that this game goes ahead. If you who are they playing? They're playing the Bucks. <laughs> so, oh no! Playing the league's number one news. defense. Yeah, we, we <laughs> oh. <Shaq> <laughs> Yeah, so that is not going to be fun. I don't, at all. I don't know how this. I'm guessing I might this is watch going to that. Play. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You're probably not going to be able to. There's no way they can play the game because they can't even get six. Well, sorry, they can't even get five free agent O linemen in time to play on Sunday. I imagine they haven't got enough on the practice squad unless these got. I don't know if these guys have all tested positive. They've just been put because of close contact, right? So these guys are going to have to get three tests, three negative tests, which. I mean, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, in theory, they could be back for Sunday. But it doesn't do your preparation any good. <laughs> I mean, unless you can just find two of the best run-blocking O-linemen in the league just chilling as backups like the Chiefs did last week. <laughs> they, they have four, four backup offensive linemen. A fifth one is already listed as questionable. And then a sixth one is already on IR. So, you're looking at a tight end at... Oh, and then the next Darren Waller, is... right tackle. I don't even know what you'd do there. Well, well you'd have you, to start looking down the, the depth chart of quarterbacks. You have to start seeing how many quarterbacks you got on the depth chart because they're going to get through Derek Carr like nothing. <laughs> they're going to get through the backup like nothing. Mariota. The amount of injuries you'll have through that would be yeah. I, I don't think like like you said, Tom. I just don't. It's think just you can not going to be game. played, is it? You and you shouldn't because where, where's the fun in it? Where, where's the competitiveness? If five O linemen are out, it's it's not going to be competitive in 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 the slightest sense of the word. So no. I think postpone it. Find a way to postpone it. Get people healthy and play some good football. I'm I'm sure that I've jumped Abrams on that list as well. So I'm not sure what happened there, but. Um... They're going to be struggling. I just can't imagine that the game can even go ahead at this point for them. Didn't the Raiders say that they're not having fans in the stadium this season? Yeah, no, they haven't had, I don't think. Because you can buy tickets for the Bucks game for as low as $442. Oh, really? Uh, how does that work? Is that not a Raymond Jones? Is it? Are they not playing? No, it's versus Tampa Bay, and then they're at Cleveland, at Los Angeles, and then they play at home to Denver and home to KC. The Denver game, you can get tickets for 333 and the KC game, tickets as low as 401 Is it corporate? Well, if they're not letting anyone in the stadium, mm. I don't and know. And corporate for 400 that's still... That'd be a bargain. Cheap, yeah. Well <laughs> cheap for... Yeah. They're strange, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't think they were having fans in the stadium either. I'm yeah. sure mm. that they weren't. Mm. Yeah. Very strange. Hmm. I mean, it's the Raiders. So. Yeah, who <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? But anyway, we have another uh, divisional rival to focus on this week with uh, the Broncos uh, coming to uh, coming to town. Or are we going to them? We're no, we're no, going we to them. Yeah, 
Um, so we've talked a bit about how, about how the game will pan out. Um, but what do you guys think? Uh, Chiefs victory, Denver victory, how much? Well, what are we looking at here? A comfortable Chiefs victory. Right. I, I, thought, I liked the idea of what Denver were building like with the roster, but in practice it hasn't panned out how it. I thought it would on paper. Um, and I, I don't see it being a close game at all. Uh, pretty one-sided, to be honest. Um, Chiefs by... Comfortable double digits. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to think the same. I think it might be uh, these games where I think that we're just going to smash them. We always end up close, so I imagine it's going to be a close game. Um, but I just, I'm still out on Drew Lock at the moment. I'm still not sure what he is. Um, and then average. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think I put something in the WhatsApp group earlier that his his actually got worse season stats than, than Driscoll, who took his job. So, yeah, so here he goes. Driscoll's had 64 attempts and completed 35. Drew Locks had 62 attempts and completed 33. Uh, the yards, Driscoll 432, Lock 425, which is a completion for Driscoll of 54.69, 53 for Drew Lock. Uh, sure. Driscoll three touchdowns, Lock one touchdown. And it just, it's just an average quarterback. He, but he's apparently their guy, so he's got a bit of juice and he jumps around and he's a bit funny. So I guess that <laughs> makes him a good quarterback now. He sung, he mimed that song that one time on the sidelines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like cool. I mean, Mahomes did that with Sweet Caroline. It was a lot cooler. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, he can't even win that one. Um, it's in the snow, which we we won last time, and Mahomes likes the snow <laughs> yeah. I don't know it all goes in our favour again but then it did it did for the Raiders game and, and yeah things happen don't they so mm. I think matchup wise we're we're one in the clear and it all looks all points to good result we're, we're number two in offence they're number 32 in offence wow how, how do they score 12 points that's it. I'll, I'll, no, I'll be generous. I'll give them 14. Say they score two touchdowns. Are they going to keep Mahomes and Co. under 14 points? No, they're not. No, well, they, they, they beat the Patriots, but I mean, oh, they did the it Patriots through. Patriots are filth. Yeah. And they that did was it a through, slug of a game as well. It and they did it through kicking field game. goals yeah. as well, which just isn't going to cut you it. You can't do that against the Chiefs. But, no, Evan, I, I, but we, we had the similar sort of bravado against the before this the is what I'm saying. I'm just trying to put a little, and little they're another caveat. divisional rival they're always tough I like Jerry Judy so I mean on paper like you said we, we do have we do have the edge um, and we are the favourites but ever since that Raiders game I just I don't want to put all my eggs in that basket I think we'll win I think it'll be closer than, than, we, than we might think simply because they are divisional rivals. Mm-hmm. We have the experience. I, I'm still like Drew Locke. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not as out on him as, as you guys are. Um, I still think he, he has a bit there. Um, and I like Jerry Judy. So, you know, and they've got Melvin Gordon, I believe in the running back room still. So they've got some pieces there. Melvin Gordon's got experience with the Chiefs, obviously. So I don't know. I, d- I don't think, I don't think they have enough to win, but I think it'll be. Is he okay, Melvin Gordon? Is Melvin Gordon all right? Like, didn't he do something crazy a few weeks? Yeah, ago? there was something he did recently. I, I remember reading he about got him. He arrested but, or something. Yeah, I can't remember really? what it was. He was drunk driving or something, wasn't he? Yeah, so yeah, I think I he was drunk driving. I don't think he played, did he? Was he even allowed to play in the last game? So I don't know if he's no. going to be back. Anyway, I don't really care about him. I don't know. 
Malvin Gordon. Meh. Um, I, I'm with you. I think Locke definitely passes the eye test a bit more than like Driscoll does, even though their stats are comparable. Um, but I, ju- I just still don't think they've got enough to keep up, like you said, Neil. I really don't. Um, it's just that Raiders game's thrown us all a little bit because that shouldn't have happened. Like all of the points and all of the stats just pointed to that game should just never have happened. The result, and it just makes you a little bit worried. But um, I, I think that helps with, this game though. That that's, it should focus. That's on a that. reminder to say you cannot take divisional games lightly, mm. uh, and I think they use that as enough motivation to put Denver to bed early. I hope so, and I think Lev Bow's going to be on an absolute rampage as long as he's. He's fit and healthy. I think he's gonna. I think he can have a bit between his teeth this year. Mm. I, I hope he's so. Really, really up for it. And I think I think he's gonna he's gonna want to he's gonna want it more now that he's now that he's showing that he's not in it for the money. He wants to win. He wants to be at a franchise that's got a good chance. And he wants to contribute towards a winning team. I think I think we didn't see the best. We didn't see Le'Veon Bell as we should at the Jets. Obviously, he was limited, and Adam Gase didn't play him as much as he should have been, and he had these various issues. But I feel like he, I feel like he wants to be where he is now. It's not just for the money; it's not just for a big paycheck. It's because he wants to play well and he wants to win. Yeah. So I think we'll see. Although he's, he, people say he's a bit aged and stuff, I, th- I, th- I think we will see a, a new side to Living Bell, and I hope we do. Uh, and it all starts against Denver, which I'm really looking forward to. As long as it's not a LaShawn McCoy situation, then <laughs> 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 you'll be all right. Well, last of all, Travis Kelsey was quite nice. Yes. <laughs> right. So, look forward to the game. Uh, and we'll obviously catch up with everyone uh, afterwards in the following week and, and look forward to the rest of the season. Uh, but yeah. for now, for one kingdom to another, uh, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. <laughs>